Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, Prosperity Power Podcast peeps? <laughs> Hope you're doing great. Uh, I have a fascinating topic this episode, uh, and I want us to look at having desire for more versus gratitude for what you have. Uh, and before we get into that, just let me say thanks. Uh, you saw last week was our new uh, podcast uh, schedule. <laughs> and I did just two shows, one new original content for you guys, and then we posted again on Friday the um, uh, one of the Prosperity TV, the audio versions of that. Uh, and probably that's going to be the schedule for a while. Uh, I am really immersed in my next book and need to have that finished up by mid-November. Uh, so I need a lot of hours a day writing for that. So I need to focus on that and some other uh, revenue-producing opportunities as opposed to... Um, good work just to circulate the principles of prosperity to the universe like we do with this podcast. Uh, and I'm really happy. I'm grateful. The, the weekly downloads were about the same. So I think it, it must have given you guys, a lot of you, a chance to go back and listen to shows you hadn't listened to yet um, because the total downloads were actually about the same, even though it was two less shows than I used to do. So... Thanks for your support of the podcast. Um, so let's, um, I think I want to go back and revisit uh, the time I went on sabbatical. Um, not sure if, I, I may have talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts, but, and I may not, I really don't remember, but even if I did, I would like to re-examine it now in light of what I'm doing um, I've made a, a pretty significant personal decision uh, that I want to share with you a little later in the episode. And, and it's very related to what happened when I took my sabbatical some years back. Um, so I'm going to try to give you the, the shorter version of the very long story of how I shut down my YouTube channel, my blog, my everything, and went on a sabbatical for two years to travel the world. And it came about um, because of my thoughts about money and materialism and things, you know, the material things which we collect over the course of our lives. Uh, and I'm not a believer in the uh, ascetic philosophy, which is, hey, you know, renounce all of your possessions and just be happy to wander through the village and eat berries and, you know, be a philosopher on the soapbox and beg for alms from strangers or, you know, that's not my thing. And I'm also not into the Zen um, although I'm, I, I'm rethinking this and that's why I'm bringing it up. I, you know, I haven't bought into the whole Zen thing of if you just be 
grateful for what you have and you don't desire anything more, you will be happy. Um, I don't buy into that for a couple of reasons. One is that uh, I don't think happiness is tied to material possessions. I think there's a lot more that is involved. Your mental state, your health, your relationships, your spiritual grounding, all of those kind of things. Um, the other thing is, um, I, I do believe it's prosperous to desire more. And I think that's really helpful for growing your prosperity consciousness because to get more, you have to become more. Um, you have to do, have, and become more to create more prosperity in your life. And that's a wonderful, spiritual, enlightened way to live your life, to be uh, seeking enlightenment, to be growing in enlightenment, um, that you're uh, hopefully growing and you're a better person today than you were yesterday and you'll be a better person tomorrow than you were today. Um, I think that facilitates the process. So, but the danger of course is the hedonism where you're just, where nothing satisfies you. So you have four cars and you want five. You have five cars and you want six. You have six cars and you want 10. You have 10 cars and you want 80. Um, and I could see myself easily going down that path. I see Jay Leno on TV and he's got his garage of uh, 200 cars or whatever he's got. Uh, I think, wow, that's cool. I, could, I would have fun with a car collection like that. Um, so I get that, but I also get that that could be dangerous for me mentally. And, and I mean for my happiness because I am a very high level achiever. And with 200 cars, I would probably want 500 cars. And with 500, you know, at some point you say, okay, I'm at the point where I can't enjoy all these cars. And even when I, when I went on sabbatical, I guess I had uh, five cars uh, in the Miami place. And it was, and I had a guy who come and detail them every week. And so he would come some weeks and there would be three of the cars I hadn't driven since the last time, or sometimes four because, or five, because I'm doing speeches and working with companies, so I'm flying a lot and traveling a lot. And so it was like, mm, and, and it kind of um, came about, I had, I was, uh, for you guys who haven't heard the story, I, I went in my closet to get something and um, I moved some ball caps that I had in the closet and behind them were a couple of watches. Uh, Patek Philippe watch worth, I don't know, 80 grand or something. And another watch worth uh, probably 30, $40,000 or something. Because I'm a watch whore, right? I love watches. I'm a fashion guy. I love clothes and shoes and watches and all of that stuff. Um, and it dawned on me that I had had some work being done in my house and I had just bought those watches 
And I thought, you know, I don't want to leave him around and just tempt somebody to do something stupid. So I pushed him behind these uh, ball caps uh, for my, that I wear at softball. And then forgot about him. And so it's like I, I knew that I owned a Patek watch because when you own one of those, you know you own it. You're, you know, their tagline, you just entrusted it for the next generation or whatever. So anyway, I come across these and I'm like, oh, I, I spent all this money on these watches and I haven't even worn them. I didn't get any pl prosperity out of these. I didn't get any joy out of these because I forgot that I owned them and I never even wore them. Um, so that was kind of cooking through my mind and then I got an offer to buy my condo because there was a person from the Middle East and they wanted in my building and they wanted in the particular line that my unit was in because it's the one that had three bedrooms and three bathrooms and whatever and so the his real estate agent just did this blind uh, cold call mailing to everybody in on all the floors who were in that unit and I had I didn't even have my unit for sale so but I called uh, Billy my uh, uh, real estate agent and said hey call up this guy and tell him if he pays this much then I'll sell the place um, and I'm not negotiating I'm not bargaining if he wants to pay that much money because it would have I, I was just kind of thinking you know if I got this much I'd make about a quarter million dollars in profit on the unit uh, maybe I should just you know I don't know if I own all this stuff or this stuff owns me and maybe I should just travel the world and maybe I should go to Australia maybe I should go to Costa Rica uh, maybe get a place in California maybe I'll just go around the world for a couple of years uh, and the idea started to percolate in my mind and uh, um, what happened is the client of this guy was actually a sheik from Dubai and he bought my place exactly for the price I wanted and then I gave another number and said if you want everything, the furniture, the dishes, the silverware, the artwork, the blankets, the towels, the everything, add this much money and then you just bring your toothbrush. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. So I just, uh, that was it, I got rid and then I sold my cars and I sold off a bunch of watches and gave away about a hundred watches and about a hundred pair of shoes and and simplified my life so that was uh i don't know six eight years ago something like that um and i thought it was and this sabbatical was amazing for me i just i spent six eight hours a day in self-development i was studying religions and spirituality and personal growth and self-development and sometimes I read three books a day sometimes you know it was just an amazing time for me and I, I I just felt it rejuvenated my creative energy and and my uh, everything it was wonderful for me and I would recommend sabbatical to anybody who's ever been considering it so here we are fast forward now six or eight years later and um, I have 
started to expand the watch collection again and started to expand the shoe collection again and you know I read these books and they say uh, if you haven't worn something in two years give it away or throw it away or give it to the shelter if you haven't worn something in one year or whatever and I so started kind of taking inventory of my life again as I want to do quite frequently actually and I started and this all started in my San Diego place because I took a watch out of the drawer and the battery was dead so I took another watch out of the drawer and the battery was dead I took another watch out of the drawer because I'm only there in the summertime right I spend the winters in Florida and then just like the three or four summer months in San Diego and I have complete collection of everything in both apartments right so I don't need to pack anything I just get on a plane and go to the other place and I have I have a suitcase a briefcase of you know computer docking station um, clothes shoes jewelry watches furniture everything <laughs> completely furnished both places and so I'm going to these what and so I end up getting um, 25 watches that the battery is dead so I'm putting them all in a bag to you know take to the jeweler and um, get new batteries and I go and they um, they say they're missing the tool that takes the back off of watches and they're afraid they might scratch them and they could only fix two of them and the rest they couldn't and then I went to another place and they didn't do battery replacement or whatever and I'm like this is just a hassle I just want to reach in and take out a watch um, and so here's the decision that I have made because here's the other thing that comes into to, to play I, I, I get the desire for more helps us to grow I get the gratitude for what you have keeps us at peace I do like this metric where I still want to do have and become more but I'm a really conscientious citizen of the planet these days I really believe in uh, green energy and I really believe in recycling and, you know I'm maniacal about recycling everything I can and uh, um, I, you know, in California, they there's less clean energy available from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. So they ask you to, you know, uh, raise the temperature in your thermostat and don't do your dishwasher and your laundry washing and all of that stuff. And I follow all that stuff because I, I do. I think that's part of prosperity is being a a good steward of the planet and. If I go with this thing of, hey, if you haven't worn it in a year, you should give it away, or you haven't worn it in two years, the truth is I have, again, at least a hundred pair of shoes that I haven't worn in the last year, and probably 80 pairs I haven't worn in two years. I probably have a hundred watches I haven't wore in two years. Uh, and so, here's what I am doing for myself and I'm just 
sharing it with you because uh, that's what I think we can do with this podcast is I don't try to tell you how to live your life. I, you know what I mean? You, you figure that out by now. I like to share, here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what's working in my life. Here's what's not working in my life. Here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what I'm experimenting with. Um, and so I just decided that I am not going to buy another watch for at least a few years, for maybe 10. Um, I think 10 years would be good to, to just say, okay, I love watches. I love seeing a beautiful new Hublot watch or one of these gorgeous ones, but I already have so many gorgeous watches that it would be immoral for me to buy another one because of the the burden that it places on the planet. So no matter what watch I see, how beautiful, how amazing, I'm not allowed to buy another one for the next 10 years. I am not going to buy another pair of shoes for the next 10 years. Again, I have, I have eel skin shoes, I have ostrich shoes, I have uh, lobs of London custom made shoes. I have gorgeous, you know, Jordan, Air Jordans. I have, uh, you know, I have every conceivable gorgeous shoe. There's no outfit that I could wear. If I get invited to the Grammys or the Oscars, I've got shoes I can wear for that. If I get invited to the Tonight Show, I've got shoes I can wear for that. If I go to uh, Hold Down, I got shoes I can wear for that. If I'm going out to a club in South Beach, I got, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm not going to buy another pair of shoes for 10 years, other than cleats I may need for softball, right? Or turf shoes track for practice or whatever. Uh, and cars, I'm not going to say 10 years, but I have a gorgeous uh, limited edition Range Rover, which Victoria Beckham designed for, for Land Rover. There was only 100 made limited edition. There's only three came to the United States. I've got one of the three. It has less than 15,000 miles on it. It's showroom condition. It looks like it's literally has looks like it has two miles on it there's not a ding a scratch the leather that everything is gorgeous right i have a uh, dodge challenger the shaker edition the first edition they came out with that with the hood scoop got great horsepower it's a monster car uh again it's it doesn't have a nick a ding it's uh, maybe it's got 15 or 16,000 miles on it, um, but it looks like it came out of the showroom yesterday. So I'm not, I'd love, you know, they got the new Tesla uh, Roadster Coupe coming out in 2020, and I'm like, well, I'm going to pre-order it. No, I'm not going to buy a car for the next two years, at least. I'm going to drive what I have. Um, and so that's just, I wanted to share that with you as you sort through this process in your own mind of 
how much is enough. You guys know, uh, I think I did a whole show on that because this, this question of how much is enough, I think is a very poverty conscious question, right? Because it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a prejudiced question, right? It's not a legitimate question. It's, it's, um, set up with the, um, the expectation that to want more is greedy, to try for more is selfish or greedy or, you know, and I don't like that as the default setting. I, I think it's a, I think the question deserves a better audience than that, than the way it's presented and accepted for most people. But I do think that it's a question that as prosperity conscious people seeking enlightenment that we should figure out what that means for us. So because I like fashion, uh, suits is another thing, right? I mean, again, I have D and G tuxedos that I could wear if I get nominated for an Emmy Award, okay, or a Grammy Award. I have uh, a gorgeous, uh, you know, Ravazzolo, gorgeous, custom-fitted Italian suits that, uh, you know, business, uh, funky, biz casual, I, you know, I, I've got three or four tuxedos, I've got 20 different suits, I can't, I'm not going to buy another suit for at least a couple of years, right? Um, because I just feel like, okay, now I'm going over. Be, be, so in my case, because I love fashion, I have a lot of suits and shoes and watches. So fashion brings me joy. So I'm okay that I over-index on that stuff. Um, electronics and technology, uh, I don't care about that stuff. So I'm not the kind of guy who goes and gets the new iPhone every time the next version comes out. I mean, they're, they just came out with 11. I think I'm still on number eight and I'm going to stay on number eight probably for until I break it or lose it, right? Um, I don't need a new iPhone it, and it doesn't bring uh, a bunch of joy to my life. See, the thing with money and material things, money and material things don't make you happy. But what money and material things do is they um, allow you self-expression that can make you happy. So some of you listening, maybe you're really into bikes. So you want to have five or six motorcycles. Okay, if, if that brings joy to you, over-index on that one. Uh, some of you are skiers, and so your thing would be to have a ski lodge and take ski vacations and have a bunch of different skis. And me, I don't like anything to do with the cold, so I don't want anything to do with that. I'm a palm tree, and beach kind of guy, right? So I think prosperity is about finding the, the stuff that really brings joy to your life, and you can over-index on that. And then the stuff that doesn't matter to you, Forget about that. You know, don't buy it. There, there's too many people buying things because they're signaling. 
right? They're signaling to their neighbors or their colleagues that they, you know, and that's why they buy a bigger house than they can afford or a bigger house than they need or a car that they're making payments on that they really is not a prudent thing. Forget all the signaling stuff. Forget all the status stuff. Forget all that crap. Find the things that really bring joy to your life. And a lot of those are free. Those are walks in the forest or walks along the beach or getting up and watching a sunrise or the scheduling to watch a sunset, uh, spending time with the people who you love, your spiritual connection, uh, taking yoga classes, whatever that might be. Index on that stuff. Forget about all the signaling stuff. Forget about all the status stuff. And then for the stuff that really matters to you, just ask yourself, okay, am, am I still at the level where I have this stuff, the stuff doesn't have me, and am I still at the level? Because I just really, you know, I've, I've, I've when I remodeled my place here in Florida, I expanded the uh, closet and I had to build all these shelves for shoes so it could hold more than a hundred pair of shoes. But there's like some in the corner that you can't really see. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I, I don't wear those because I can't see them and I have to shuffle them around. So they're not really bringing joy to me. So I've got past the point where these shoes are bringing joy to me and now I'm at the point where it's a hassle. Or, okay, I, I'm past the point where I love to open one of the watch drawers and find the perfect watch for going to whatever event I'm going to that night with whatever outfit I'm wearing to the point where, well, no, if I've got to schlep around 25 watches to the store to get batteries in them, um, then they're owning me. I'm not owning them. So just think about that. Um, and let me know how, what you come up with. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I love to get feedback from you guys. Uh, and, and just let me know what you think of what I've decided and what you're kind of deciding for yourself. Love to hear from you. So go out and be amazing. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.